God be the glory. All right, y'all. <clears throat> All right, y'all. Listen, um, y'all saw in the in the title of today's uh, message, um, my first COVID shot. And so we want to talk to y'all today, y'all that follow us and y'all that are members of the Harvest. Y'all know we we keep it, you know, one hundred. We're real with you guys, and um, you know we we don't we don't you know try to put on a facade or anything. We try to just make sure that we just kind of keep it one hundred. Um, and so, Father, we thank you right now for um, just being with us, for guiding us, and um, speaking through our mouths. And we thank you right now, Lord, for um, just life, health, and strength. And we just honor you today. Um, we surrender right now, and we give way to you. And we just ask you to speak. We ask you to speak through these vessels um, as we share with your people what we believe um, you have given us. Okay. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. So <clears throat> I'm going to start out by sharing something that happened yesterday that really confirmed, um, this, this, this message today, this teaching today. Um, I have a, a very good friend who I just, her faith. I just, every time I talk to her, I'm just, I admire her faith so much. Mm -hmm. Do y'all have anybody in your life like that where you just, you just admire their faith, you know? Yes. It's like, you, you don't, it's like you're not envying their faith, but you just like, man, I just, I, I just would love to have just the, mm -hmm. you know, a, a smidgen of it because this woman, I'm telling you, every time I talk to her, um, she just totally blows my mind. And so, you know, she reached out to me yesterday and she was sharing with me a situation that recently happened to her. And as she began to share with me, you know, what happened to her and, and, and how her body was under attack, um, you know, she, she began to share with me that it was just like an attack she had never experienced before, you know. Um, and she, for a moment, for a moment, um, her faith began to waver just for a moment, mm -hmm. just for a moment. And she found herself wondering, oh my gosh, if I got COVID or she found herself, you know, wondering, should I call the rescue squad? Um, and she got just that panicked, you know, she was just, she was under just that much of an attack. And in the midst of that, she said, you know what? No, I'm going to stand on God's word. I I'm going to speak God's word. Um, and she called out for help and she had some people send her some scriptures and had some people praying and she stood on God's word and whatever that was, that was trying to attack her. It just lifted up off of her. Mm -hmm. Now, as I'm listening to this woman and I'm going to be real with y'all, I'm going to be honest with y'all. <laughs> as I'm listening to this woman, I, I, I'm just be honest. I, I had to ask myself, would I have been able to have done that? Mm -hmm. You know, talking the talk is one thing. Walking the walk is another. Mm -hmm. It's easy to say what I will do until the storm arises. Until mm, the storm arises. Come on. That's right. Mm. That's right. See, we, we can tell other people, you know, what it is they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to do it. But when your storm comes, mm -hmm. you have to ask yourself, Will I be able to do it in the midst of the storm? And, and, and that's why tests come. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. Because tests come to show you who you really, who are. really are. Tests come really. to show you what you're made of. Because you can mm-hmm. say all day, I'm made of X, Y, Z. And then whenever the tests come, you figure out you're just at ABC. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I don't understand what I'm saying? Amen. You know, so so we, we sometimes <clears throat> we sometimes speak as though we have arrived to the end. But really, we find out we're still babes, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to certain areas of our lives, you mm-hmm. know, when it comes to faith in certain areas. You might have faith bigger than a mustard seed when it comes to finances. Let's let's just keep it real. You might have, you know, faith the huge and humongous when it comes to finances. And you don't have a problem giving money to folk because, you know, God's going to replace mm-hmm. it. Um, but but what about when it comes to faith in another area of your life? Yes. Okay, so we all are growing, you know, we're all growing, you know, glory to glory, we're all growing. And so as I sat there and listened to her, I was like, man, that's some faith right there. Amen. If your body gets to the point where it's attacked so bad that you think about calling the rescue squad, that's just how bad your body is under attack. But in the midst of it, you make a decision. No, I'm going to believe in God. Good gracious. I'm going to trust God. My, my, my. I'm going to keep speaking these scriptures until whatever this is leaves. I'm going to just be real with y'all. <laughs> I'm going to just be real with y'all. We don't know till we're tested. Amen. Because some of those tests are life or death situations. Mm, yeah. And your flesh, mm. your flesh, it wants to live. Mm. You know, mm. it'll say, call, call the doctor. Mm. Get the rescue squad here. Mm, mm, mm. But if your faith is where it's really supposed to be. Mm. It mm. will stand up. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And call on God. Yeah. So again, you won't know till you test it. Come on. You know? Come on. You won't know till you test it. And there again, we all want to believe yes. we are somewhere mm. at, at a certain point in our lives. Mm. But like Pastor V said, you won't know until you are tested. Tested. Yeah. Yeah. So so I start with that because she just don't know how that blessed me yesterday. But it also <coughs> helped confirm, mm-hmm. you know, um, what we believe that we heard God saying we are to share today. OK. Um, and so we, we, we talked about faith in the past and we're going to get back to, you know, uh, uh, ambassadorship. But today we just felt we needed to kind of come here for a minute. Um, but, you know, we've taught y'all that in the world system, the way the world operates you know, you got to have money, okay? You can't mm-hmm. go in a store and just get something with your looks. You know, you, you go in there and pick up something with your looks if you want to, or, <laughs> you know, you go in there and pick up something with your faith if you want to, you going to jail. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that right, Brother Smokes? Yeah. You you go in the store and pick it up and say, I'm getting this with my faith and don't pay nothing for it. Yeah, you going to jail. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So we know the world system operates with money. But we understand the kingdom system, the currency over here, is faith. It's faith. Yeah. Yes. That's the, that's the that's the kingdom currency over here is faith. And and the Bible refers to faith, um, you know, in a lot of ways. If you look at Hebrews eleven one, it says, you know, now faith is a substance. So faith is referred to as the substance um, of things hoped for. And then it says it's also evidence. Okay. So Hebrews 11, one lets you know that it's, it's referred to as substance. Um, it's referred to as evidence. Okay. Um, and so faith is also, and this is just in my mind's eye. This is the way I see things because y'all know I'm visual. Faith is also like a wall of protection. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
<clears throat> faith is like a, a wall of protection. And when you read Psalm or Solomon uh, 2.15, um, it talks about little foxes. And so as I'm visualizing this wall of faith up around me, I'm also visualizing these little foxes that Solomon talks about um, in 2.15, where he says that they're waiting. They're, really, they're waiting for that wall to come down and waiting for a glitch to show up in that wall so they can come through and spoil the vine. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, y'all? Am I talking? Does that make sense to anybody? Does that make sense? Okay. So, so, so our faith is like a wall. All right. Again, it's like, to me, it's like a wall that's around us. And when I think of that wall, I immediately think of Daniel. Yes. Don't know why, I think, but that's who I think of. Why do I think of Daniel? Let's go to Daniel six chapter, y'all. Let's go to Daniel six chapter real quick. All right, Daniel 6 chapter. Y'all, we might be just a tad bit longer today because we got to get this out. All right, so Daniel 6 chapter. When you go to Daniel 6 chapter, we understand um, that, that some folk had an issue with Daniel. Let's just keep, keep it real. Folk had an issue with Daniel, and they knew that they couldn't get him any other way than to go and, uh, you know, create an issue with, with, with his God. So what they did was they went to the king, King Darius, and, you know, long story short, they told king, look, we want you to sign a law that says can't nobody worship, uh, you know, or pray to nobody but you, okay? And, and if they're caught, you know, praying to anybody else, any other God, you know, um, whether it's a divine God or human, then they're going to be thrown in the lion's den, okay? Y'all remember that story of Daniel, right? And so what happened was Daniel was like, I ain't having it. No, mm -mm. I am not going to worship. <laughs> I'm not going to worship King Darius. I will continue to keep my faith. I'm going to continue to keep my faith mm -hmm. in the God I serve. Okay. I'm going to continue to keep the faith in the God I serve. And so the people that was trying to entrap him, of course, saw him praying, you know, went to his house, caught him praying, et cetera, et cetera. And they told the king. And of course, Daniel had to be thrown in the lion's den. Well, whenever you get to that section of, uh, of chapter six, the Bible lets us know that a stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den where Daniel was. And the king sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. Okay, think about that. You in a den with some lions, can't get out, can't nobody rescue you because it's been sealed, all right? So the Bible says the king returned to his palace. He spent the night fasting and he refused his usual entertainment, etc., etc. So it says very early the next morning, the king got up, hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish and Dan to Daniel, a servant of the living God is what he said. He said to him, was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? And Daniel answered, Long live the king. <laughs> My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so that mm. they would not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in his sight and I have not wronged you, your majesty. But when you get to verse 23, it says the king was overjoyed and ordered that Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him for he had trusted. Mm. For he had faith. Mm -hmm. in his God. So when I think of that, I think of your faith shielding you. Yes. 
your faith keeping a wall of protection around you. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if that faith of yours, if there is ever a glitch in it or, or, or if you get to a place where there's doubt that arises, to me it's like, have you ever seen where the glitches come in a fence and whenever mm-hmm. it does, stuff can get in there? Yep. Okay. So that's what I that's what I pictured was that when your faith gets doubt, you know, you you, you start doubting instead of having faith, little glitches come in that fence of protection mm-hmm. that is around you. So again, that's that's how I see it. And it says the king, then the king gave orders to arrest the men who had maliciously accused Daniel. He had them thrown into the lion's den along with their wives and children. But check this out. They didn't have the faith Daniel Ooh, had. My, my, my. So what does the Bible say? It says the lions leaped on them and tore them apart before they even hit the doggone floor. Mm, 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 before mm. they even hit the ground. Mm. Glitches. My, my, my. <laughs> Glitches in their, in their wall of protection. Mm, 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 mm. And so I think of that when I think of faith, you know? So, so to me, that's just another way to see faith. And then let's go to Mark. Mark 9, 24. <clears throat> and this is where we're going to kind of build what we want to share with y'all about the COVID. All right. So Mark 9. Mark 9. Mm. Y'all know this story. This is a story where the man had a demon-possessed child. And, um, you know, he took the child to the disciples, and the disciples couldn't help. Y'all know the story. And so he talks to Jesus, you know, and he, he's like, okay, you know, I, 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 I want to see if you can help me in so many words, if you can, all right? Um, and so Jesus asked him a question. He said, how long has this been happening? And the man said, well, since he was a little boy, it's been happening all of his life. I've witnessed this. I, I've seen this all of my life. It says the spirit often throws him into the fire or into water, trying to kill him. And he says, have mercy on us if you can. Mm. And Jesus says, what do you mean if yeah. I can? Hmm. Jesus says, anything is possible if a person believes. Now, this verse 24 is what we're going to build on today. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about y'all, but every time I've read this verse in the past, it didn't make as much sense to me as it did this past three weeks. But he says, "Mm." the father instantly cried out, I do believe. Mm -hmm. I do believe, but. But. Help me overcome my unbelief. Yes. That has really never made much sense <clears throat> to me. Anybody understand what I'm saying? Anybody know what I'm talking about? It, does any, has anybody ever read that verse? And you're like, what? That's like an oxymoron. Mm-hmm. It's like you believe, but help you with your unbelief? Well, well I don't get that. What are you saying? <laughs> you know, what are you saying? He says, I, I have faith, but help me with my lack of faith. Mm. That that, that just didn't make sense to me Mm. until recently, (laughs) Mm. until recently. Okay. Until recently. Mm. Wow. Okay. So Pastor D and I decided to get the COVID vaccine. Um, And this scripture has spoken to us so much during this time. Um, because when you read what he says, he says, I do believe, Mm -hmm. 
but help me overcome my unbelief. My unbelief. Yes. And as I was reading that, God told me a story, and I'm going to tell it to y'all. like a parable, really, a story. He said, <laughs> there was this man who was a swimmer. He could swim really, really well. Really, really well. And he got in the water. And when he got in the water, he put on a life jacket. And somebody asked him, said, why you got that life jacket on? You're you are an amazing swimmer. You know how to swim awesomely. What, what in the world? Why you got a life jacket on? And the man says, yes, I know how to swim. I'm, I'm an amazing swimmer. He said, but I realize if a storm comes, mm -hmm. I might panic. Mm. My, my, my. And if the storm comes and I panic and I get all caught up in my doubt of my swimming, mm. he said, I might lose control out there in the water and drown right. even though I know how to swim. Come on. Does that make sense? Mm, mm, mm. Yes, it does. I, I, and, and as I was, I was like, oh my God. So, so it's not, <laughs> it's not that he didn't know how to swim, but he knew himself and he knew that if he was ever in a situation where a storm arose, there may come a glitch. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. My, my, my. In his fence. In other words, I have faith. Mm. But every now and then, the storm may be bigger mm. than my faith. Mm. Mm. And sometimes we have to have a little backup. Mm. Just in case. We mess up. We mess up. Because it ain't God. It's not God. <laughs> it ain't God. It ain't God at all. It's not God at all. Because we know that God is not a man that he should lie. But we understand who we are. We understand mm -hmm. where we are, you know? And sometimes, but sometimes you, you think you are a certain place. Yes. yes, that's right. You think you are a certain place. Mm -hmm. And you may not be. Amen. You may not be. And and that's why as, as leaders in the Christian community, as pastors, we can't expect the followers to make a decision based on our faith. Mm. Their decision has to be based on their faith. Mm. And that's why you can't beat somebody down, you know, or, or, and I've heard people say, well, if you believe God is, you know, all that and God is going to take care of you, then, then why you get the shot? If you, if you say you believe that God is going to protect you and you believe that God is going to take care of you, um, and, and that nothing's going to come near you, then why did you get the shot? Well, just like I just said with my friend who has awesome faith, mm -hmm. who has awesome, I mean, I mean, faith that is just out of this world. She had a moment mm -hmm. where her her faith, that fence was lowered. Doubt crept in. It shook her. It shook her. Yes. You know, doubt crept in. And, and it took her a minute to get herself together. Praise God, there was no little fox that could get in in mm -hmm. that moment of her faith being shook. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know. We just wanted to share with y'all. Don't beat yourself up. If it's a personal decision. Yeah. Don't don't allow someone to cause you to doubt the faith that you have. Mm. Don't allow someone to tell you, hey, you gotta do XYZ because you say you have faith. No. Base base your decision on where you think you are. Mm. Yeah, where your faith is. Where your faith yeah, is. Where your faith is. Yeah. 
you know, and, and, and when you look at scripture, you know, even the disciples, and, I, and I'm going to give you another example. If you, if you go to Luke 17, go to Luke 17 and see, y'all know we, we're real. We don't try to put on this facade just because we pastors, you know, we're, we're not trying, listen, not, not, and please don't reach out to us pastors because we're not trying to say anything against pastors, but sometimes as pastors, we feel like we've got to portray this, this certain uh, this certain thing, this certain image, even though we know in quiet, in private, when we went alone with the Lord and he reveals us, he, he pulls that cover back and he shows us who we are. When he shows us who we are, sometimes we just have this tendency because we want folk to feel like we got it all going on. We got mm -hmm. it together. That we come out and we portray this image when really we're hurting when, when really we're, we're doubting, when really we've got some issues of our own that we're dealing with because we're human, mm -hmm. okay? And so we've got to make sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's be real. Uh, on my job, I am in and out of buildings all day long. And I have to be honest with you, if I'm standing beside someone working and they begin to sneeze and cough and do all these, all these things and they sound like they have everything under the sun, I move. I get out of the way. And it's not because I have a lack of faith, but I move because uh, the information that I have and the understanding of that information, uh, I walk in wisdom and I move. Mm -hmm. My faith also tells me don't allow myself to stay in a situation that's not good for me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Don't don't tempt God. Don't yeah. try to test him. Right. Right. So you move. Right. Right. That's like. That's like standing inside of a house that's burning up and you stay in there and say, God going to save me. I mean, yes. you know, <laughs> your common sense tell you get out the house. Yes. God is saying, <laughs> walk out that door that, that's already sitting there. Yeah. Get out, walk, get out the house. Out. Yeah. Don't sit there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, so, so if you go to Luke 17, Luke 17. Now, listen, these disciples have been around Jesus. They've been watching him. Uh, you know, watching him, you know, heal folk, um, just all types of things that Jesus has been doing up to this point. Um, and so when you get to, to 17, he starts out teaching about, um, you know, forgiveness. Um, and he says something in here. Interesting. So let's go. He says, verse, um, uh, let's see, let's verse three. Let's go there. Uh, it says, if, if a believer, Mm -hmm. If another believer sins, sins, rebuke that person. And then if there is repentance, forgive. Even if that person wrongs you seven times a day and each time turns again and asks forgiveness, you must forgive. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, you hurt me one time. You wronged me one time. Hey, we cool. I, I you know, yeah, I can forgive you. You hurt me maybe two times. I, hey, we cool. I, I got you. I forgive mm -hmm. you. You heard me three times? Okay, it's getting a little, little, <laughs> little warm up in here. You're doing the same thing over and over again. I keep telling you, hey, don't do that to me over and over again. But Jesus says to them, mm. if a person wrongs you seven times, times a day, mm. seven times a day, mm, 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 that's 200 and what, 10 times or more a month, mm -hmm. they're going to wrong you. <laughs> Come on now. Come on, somebody. This is what his apostles said. Jesus said, you still got to forgive them. Jesus' apostles, the type of disciples said, Jesus, mm, 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 mm. 
you gotta increase our faith. <laughs> you you gotta show us how to increase our faith, cause brother, you asking us to do something right there, cause by the third time, my faith gonna be kind of like right down here. I'm gonna have a whole lot of glitches going on in my fence. <laughs> but he said, they said to him, Jesus, you gotta show us how to increase our faith. Increase if you our faith. if you asking us to do that, you got. So even they understood. Even they understood. You know, that there are going to be things that are going to come into your life that's going to test your faith. It's going to test your faith. Okay. And so whenever your faith is tested, that's the question. When your faith gets tested, a glitch is going to show up. When your faith gets tested more than one time, more than two times, more than three times, or if the fire is taken up so high, or if you got lions all around you, a glitch is going to show up. A glitch is going to show up. And that, I'm telling you, is something that we all deal with. I don't care how, how much faith you got. I don't care how much faith you got. There is going, there is something that in some area of your life where your faith may have a few glitches in it. That's right. Because we're human and the Bible says that we all fall short. Mm. And like I said, when my friend called me the other day, and this is somebody I admire to the hilt when it comes to her faith. And when she told me that, my mouth dropped wide open mm -hmm. that she had a moment. She had a moment where her faith turned into doubt. Wow, my, my. wow. So listen, guys, I, I hope that this helped you. I hope, you know, that, that, that this blessed you. Um, but again, it's a personal decision. Yes. Don't let anybody make you feel a certain way or feel like you are just this, you know, bad, bad Christian, Christian and, 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 yes. and, and, and that you don't have any faith, et cetera, et cetera, because you choose, you know, um, to, to get the vaccine that listen, that is a personal decision and mm -hmm. you ain't got to tell nobody your business. That's between you and God. Amen. Okay. Right. We opted to tell you and opted to share with you because we felt like we are, we're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you know, of course we didn't have to, but we felt like we should. All right. So we hope that, you know, this blesses somebody, you know, and we hope that, um, you know, you take it and you, you share it with somebody, you know? Because we just really want to, again, express, again, how important it is that you make this decision for yourself. Amen. Okay? Amen. Um, and listen. Oh, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. <laughs> to God be the glory. Listen, if you're on here and you don't have a relationship with him, if, uh, you know, you, you, you don't know him, he knows you already, but you don't know him. And, um, you know, you want to become a part of the family, then listen, the Bible lets us know that if you confess and believe, you shall be saved. You know, um, there's no maybe in there. He says, if you confess and believe, you shall be saved. So just receive him as your Lord. Just simply just say, Father, I love you. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe that he came to this earth. He died on the cross, was buried, and rose on the third day. <clears throat> and I invite you into my heart. Use me to your glory. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. Amen. If you received him today and this was your first time confessing you know, him as your Lord and professing him as your Lord and um, you know, you want prayer or you need a Bible, then by all means, please reach out to us. Reach out to us, you know, on Facebook or on our website, rcc12.org, and uh, we'll be glad to pray for you, get a Bible in your hands, whatever is needed to help you with your walk, okay? And so we just give God praise and we give him all the honor, you know, today for who he is and what he is doing through this ministry. And so... Much love to you guys. Amen. And I will talk to you soon. Amen. Have a good day. Have a good day.